Boom, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 174 of Wrestling is Trash. Can you believe it? 174 episodes of this nonsensical wrestling podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional wrestling, past, present, and possibly the future. I am one of your hosts, Trash Boy number two, Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. And uh, what can I tell you? It's a slow news week, guys. Uh, it seems like the uh, the Maui wrestling gods, the bloodline, the whatever you want to call them, is taking over wrestling because there really is nothing else going on, honestly, at least from what I can see. But we're going to get to all that very shortly. I, of course, am Lou. Once again, introduced myself like three times already, but you already know what it is. You know the vibes, how we do it on this show. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing going on. Everything is everything. Everything's good. Work is good. Life is good. Everything is good. Super Bowl was fun. Uh, the Knicks are pissing me off. It's the same old shit, guys. So uh, what can I tell you? Enough about me. Let me let my boy introduce himself. What up, everyone? Nick Anicelli, co-host of Wrestling Trash. Back to you on another Trash Tuesday to talk all the wrestling. And as Lou said, yeah, it's quiet in the wrestling world right now. You know, we always end up on our, uh, we go down rabbit holes and start talking about whatever, but we were saying offline in our little pre-show, this is the first, I think, quiet days, right? Because the press event was Thursday, so a little carried into Friday, but I guess first quiet weekend and everything of wrestling this year. Maybe that's because of the Super Bowl for some reason. Um, It could be, but. Yeah, we're on the road. You know what I mean? I think just last, I think just because last week alone was big for in both companies, right? You had this press event with WWE setting up so many things. I guess potentially we'll talk about that. Then, as we briefly talked about Thursday, but we'll talk about it again now. AEW throwing the biggest hint out there that Mercedes Monet will be debuting in Boston. Yeah, that's completely 100% happening. Like, yeah, at, uh, no, yeah, no, at uh, Big Business. Is it March? Yeah, March 13th. So literally a, a month from today. We're on the 13th of February today. Um, So that's going to be exciting. You know what I mean? Because what I like about it is she's been signed for a while. And I think sometimes the insiders know things because they release it after, which I respect. Like, what? After that debut, within 48 hours, we're going to know how it happened, when it happened, how long she signed for, and everything like that. So I like that aspect of things. Like with CM Punk, when he came back, like you heard so many things, how it went down after, because they'll release things after. All right, well, now that this person debuted, let's do this. So I think it's awesome. I'm excited to see her there, man. Like we said, there's so many match opportunities. Just she's a big name, and uh, I guess I can bring up what I heard on another podcast driving to work this morning. Is and I'll ask your take. We asked this for every debut, right? Because here's the thing: if you guys haven't noticed, Lou and I really don't care about a lot of behind the scenes. We read it, we talk about it, but like we're not going to lose sleep over ratings or viewership or things like that. We're going to watch wrestling. If we like it, we like it. We talk good about it. If we don't like it, we don't. But do you think Mercedes is the is an answer? Because it's like you brought in all these people, right? Because when AEW first started, obviously everything was great. But what they kind of brought up was, is she the answer? Because you brought in Adam and didn't do much. You know, you had Punk. We all know where that one. We're going to talk about that again. But do you think like, she's the answer? And if not, like, what do you think AEW truly needs to do? And I hate that I'm asked this question 
because we don't talk to viewers because we enjoy it. But what do you think they yeah. really need to, to break that mill every week? Like, what do you? I'm not a, you know, I'm not a businessman by any means. I don't really pretend to know the inner workings of booking and how to book shows in towns and all that. But I can tell you that, like, they need to stop going to the same places over and over again. That's one thing they need to stop doing. Because, you know, those people are tired. I mean, if you, like me, they came here once and I'm dying for them to come back. Like I'm dying for it to see that shit pop up in my ticket master. So I could buy tickets and go like, you know what I mean? And they were here once. So you go to the, like United center again, United center again, United. Center, I mean, you love AEW, but how many fucking times are you going to go to a dynamite? If it comes to your town, like three, four times, you know what I mean? Like you gotta be a real, you gotta be like green shirt guy where you want to go to like every show. So they got to, like, go to, like, different places, and they got to try to, like, get more in the market where, like, I know they've been doing it a little bit more now, but, like, you got to get some of your big stars who are, like, friendly with, like, comfortable in front of the cameras, like, in front of cameras. Like, book them on these morning shows, book them on these radio shows, get them out there pushing the product. Like, it's not enough that they're going out there and killing themselves on on live TV, but you got to, like do the promotion part like and again i don't follow the minutiae of aw and what they do in every town maybe they're doing that i don't know i don't listen to the radio so i'm gonna know if they're doing that you know what i'm saying but i don't really see a lot of clips of them playing oh uh ricky starks was on good morning america this morning and they'll show like a little clip you know how wwe does that shit all the time they're Mm -hmm. like Oh, The Rock was on Good Morning America. John Cena was on Good Day Today and or something. You know what I mean? Like they'll show a little clip of something, but you never see AEW do that. They never show any clips of their people doing anything outside of wrestling. So, I mean, I think that's one thing they need to do: push a little more. Um, and they need a big star. <laughs> they have a lot of great performers in that company yes but like besides maybe like an mjf and i don't even think mjf is like you know yeah he was in that movie for like 30 seconds but is he like on par with like a seth rollins or something as far as popularity and and again that's not really fair because there's so many more eyes on wwe and they've been around so much longer you know i mean it's a machine so they put their people out there they already know how to do all that shit so I don't know if AW is still learning. I don't know if Tony Khan takes that on himself to do all that shit. And he doesn't hire PR people to take care of that. I don't know why he seems to want to kind of keep everything to himself. I mean, I get it. It's his, you know what I mean? But you've got to hire people to take care of all this other shit for you. Like, Yeah, because, you know, like you said, bringing a big star, but after Mercedes, there's no one. You know what I mean? Like at this point, like I we love Okada, but Okada is not gonna be the guy. Yeah, like, and it's Ospreay, like we, we love Osprey, but Osprey's not gonna be that guy either. And you asked me about Sasha Mercedes. She'll bring eyes, but dude, she's not bringing a million viewers to these shows. Like it's not gonna be her. It's not. It's not. Yes, she's very popular. She's on The Mandalorian. She's fucking extremely famous, but she's just not. It's not going to be like the CM Punk thing. I know he's trying to run this thing like another like first dance or whatever. 
but uh, it's not going to be like that on the show. Like, you're not going to get a. I'm assuming you're not going to get a million viewers for for that episode. Yeah, I would hope. You're not. No, you're not. (laughs) It's not going to happen. You'll get maybe like 850,000. But, and again, I hate that we're fucking talking about this, but it's like, it's true. You want to see a business grow. Like right now they're, they're, you know, plateauing. And some would say they're kind of losing a little bit of steam because they're. Oh, sorry. And it sucks because right now it's like, I've always enjoyed them. But this is like one of the highest points that I have enjoyed. You know, like, you know what I mean? Because. We got like Swerve doing his shit, Joe's cheating. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like things getting ready to, for time match. You get all that. Then even though he's not in like a major major thing right now, I still love watching Edge on my TV every week. Like you know what I mean? And then now you have the rumors. Well, Osprey is signed. We know that one, and so he's about to start being on TV. And then it sounds like they signed Okada. Like I saw that report that it seems like it's official. So I'm excited for everything that's happened, but it's like, shit, this is not a good time to be home. Like you're right. saying, cold. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard, man, because again, I enjoy watching the product. I still get hyped when it's time for Dynamite. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Collision, still like to, and I still enjoy watching my show. Um, the wrestling's great. It's fun. It's just like, which has Tony announced where, where when Collision is going to be this week? Because the NBA All Star Weekend. I don't. I think they're coming back in two weeks. They're they're not having Collision this weekend. Oh, so there's just no, not just, just not on TV. Yeah, they're not having a show this weekend because of the the All Star game. Okay, because I know it's soon they're doing like a back to back Wednesday Thursday thing. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That might be this. No, I think if it was this week, you would plug it a lot more. Yeah. But yeah, I did, at least. It, maybe it's a recording for Tuesday on Thursday and coming on TV at a later date. Hmm. I don't know, but I know they're doing that soon because I saw it. Yeah, they're definitely they're having their their Valentine's Dynamite tomorrow, um, and they're not having a show on Saturday. So I don't know, bro. It's uh, it's weird because they're they're they seem to be going into smaller and smaller venues. They're like two thousand people, and you would think that you, you, you kind of. You, you want to grow, not like regress. So yeah. I don't know what the answer is for them. I really don't. Um, I really think, honestly, Tony Khan should hire some very smart people in the wrestling business to kind of take care of that kind of shit. Like maybe poach some people from WWE who already know the deal, who know like, you know, about that shit. And then another thing, too, is like WWE just might have a monopoly on a lot of that shit. They just might be like, hey, you guys want us to come to your show? Well, you can't have those other motherfuckers on your shows. Which, oh, that's definitely a thing. That's a hundred. And again, that's, hey, business is business, bro. Yeah. I'm not, you know, blaming anybody or doing whatever. This isn't the fucking territories where you want to, like, hey, let me be nice to Jim over here and they'll help his little wrestling promotion. No, bro, it's cutthroat. There's billions of dollars at stake. So, you know, I get it. So that might be a thing too, but, you know, They've got to figure out a way to get their name out there and a little more. And I hate to even suggest this, but they might want to fucking calm down with the blood on every episode of their show. You think like the gore and all that really takes an effect or I, I think it scares a lot of advertisers. Like I'm sure they have advertising and TBS is obviously happy with them. And TNT is obviously happy with them because they, 
We haven't heard anything about them telling them to tone that shit down. But can you imagine, like, a 14-year-old's watching Dynamite, and then his mom comes in, and fucking John Moxley's bleeding all over the fucking thing, and someone's wrapping barbed wire on his fucking head and elbowing him in the face with a barbed wire bat. And the mom is like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can imagine stuff like that happening, but they don't have to stop it. But, bro, save that shit for the pay-per-view, bro. You don't got to, you know, the blood every day is like, I don't think you have to do that. Well, that's how things get old, too. Yeah. You know like, I mean? look at WWE. Whenever somebody bleeds, we're like, oh, my God. But like, oh, shit, Becky's busted open. Oh, shit. Nia Jax's nose is bleeding. Oh my God. Like someone's like you you're like, oh my God, somebody's bleeding in WWE. You actually get like, you know what I mean? Because it's like never fucking happens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think they're like because you know, and it's probably more of like the WWE asshole fans, but everyone's like, oh AEW's dead, it's dead. Like, I don't think we're no dead. Like, I hate to be an asshole and I make this comment, but if like TNA and Impact still making it all these years, like and Tony has well way. Like, I don't think they'll come off TV in, in years. Like, nothing like that. The only way I figured that would happen is if Tony just decides, ah, I'm done with this shit. Which I don't like think he would do. You know what I mean? So Tony, yeah, it's funny. We looked it up. He's like, guy. I think he's about my age, in his 40s. Yeah, so, like, he's got plenty, plenty in the tank. Yeah, and it's not like, um, it's not like uh, let's say, like a Dixie Carter who, like, likes wrestling and has a lot of money. And she just decided to, you know, jump into the... TNA impact whatever thing and kind of like it's her play toy. Like Tony Khan loves fucking wrestling. Like he loves Japanese wrestling. Like he loves all types of wrestling. Like he's a fucking wrestling fan. He talks about that at like a lot of media scrums. How like you know when I was in this town, like it seemed like he even traveled for events too. Like, yeah, and he obviously you know they got the money for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I just wanted to kind of just get your take on that. I heard that this morning in the car, and I was like, hmm, like what? Yo, so I wanted to kind of, like, give you a little anecdote that I thought was I, – I actually amused myself. So, of course, we've been kind of – the name Perry Saturn has come up on this show <laughs> quite a few <laughs> this times. This is the fourth week in a row now, fifth? Yeah. So it's just kind of funny that um, I this happened a couple of days ago. I didn't even tell you about it. So I was thinking to myself – we should do a watch along of like Perry Saturn matches with like you, me and Dan, like maybe we'll find some way. I know he's got kids and everything. So it's harder. I was like, maybe we can figure a way out to like do a watch along of like a match or something. And then we can, um, you know, just have fun have a couple of drinks and just kind of bug out on an old fucking Perry Saturn match. Yeah. So I went on YouTube and I was looking up eliminators matches because he was in the group called the eliminators in ECW. Mm -hmm. And the first match that I saw that was free, that was the full match was uh the eliminators versus the um the gangsters which was okay. new jack and mustafa yep and it was in a it's like in a cage and i was like okay cool i'm gonna watch this and see how fucking because i never seen that match um so i'm like cool i'll watch this and i fucking was sitting here in my chair and i had a coffee and actually i was drinking tea but um not that that matters for this portion of the story <laughs> i put the match on and i started watching it and saturn comes out fucking adams comes out and then uh new jack and the gangsters come out obviously they're they're playing their song and then their song is playing while they're fighting that's like their thing that they used to do so 
my main takeaway from this match was that this match was fucking terrible. It was terrible. It was like such a spot. And again, obviously, it's the gangsters. You're not expecting the Heart yeah. Foundation arm drags and oh. and and you know uh what did uh what did Dan say the other day? Uh Saskatchewan spinning nerve holes and none of that shit. You weren't seeing any of that shit. Mind you, Perry Saturn can do all that shit. But what was funny to me about the match was it was terrible. But Perry Saturn was working his ass off. Like, he was carrying that match. He was trying to do everything humanly possible to make that match be something. And New Jack, what I took away from that was that New Jack looked like a gigantic paint, God bless his soul, but he seemed like a complete fucking pain in the ass to work with, bro. Because he wasn't giving Saturn shit. He wasn't selling shit. He wasn't fucking giving him anything. Perry Saturn jumped off the top of that cage like eight times trying to make shit happen. And at one point, he jumped off the top of the cage and he landed on his knees trying to get New Jack to just work with him. And Jack would just sit there, take half a bump, fall on the floor, lay on the floor, fucking crawl around. At one point, Perry Saturn went to grab him and pick him up and Jack like pushed his arm off like, fuck out of here. Huh. I was like, man, this match, this match is really bad. Like, it's really bad. Again, I don't think it's the fault of uh, Perry Saturn or the Eliminators because I've seen them have good matches. But, whew, what a fucking stinger. And it just kind of led me to the point where, like, a lot of people like to opine about the Attitude Era and old ECW. Bro, a lot of that shit was pretty terrible. Like, a lot of it. I think you're getting better wrestling now than you are then. Oh, my God. God yeah. Absolutely. In every way. Women's, men's, intergender, whatever. Like, all the wrestling now is, like, miles better than when we used to get. And, again, there were some things like Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn. And, of course, there were matches back then that were incredible. But, overall, like, the product itself, bro, there's no hog pen matches. Bra and panties, mud matches. There ain't none of that shit anymore. Kendo like, on a kendo stick on a pole match. Yeah, it's just like, dude, it, maybe some of that shit's happening in like ECW or whatever, but a lot of that stuff was really bad. And these people try to talk about like, oh, attitude era, bro. This will never happen again. I'm like, do y'all remember the attitude era? Because <laughs> I lived through that shit. Like, I grew up watching all that shit. And yeah, there was some cool shit in there, but a lot of it was pretty bad. I think a lot of people hype up the Attitude Era, sometimes to include myself, just because that's when I think wrestling was its hottest. But people, like all over, like everyone's saying right now, this is the hottest wrestling has ever been. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, would you would you say like if I said to you right now, like I personally think this is the hottest wrestling has ever been? Would you say it's a bad take? No, I mean it's 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 just that it's weird because you know back then all we had was TV, all we had was TV and TV ratings. Yeah, now we got so shit. everybody was everybody was at home at eight o'clock. You watch your show. Now there's you can watch your shit illegally. You can watch it on a streaming app, on the TBS app, the USA app. You could watch it on TV. You could like t- record it for later. 
You can watch that shit next week. You can watch Monday Night Raw on Wednesday if you want in the morning. You can watch like, it on TikTok. Yeah. You, you, just just on, you can find Twitch channels that are streaming it and you watch the shit on Twitch. That's what happens on TikTok. I've done it before because I was somewhere and I was like, yeah, I want to see what the hell something was going on on Raw. And I've done it with Dynamite too. You just type in AEW Dynamite and then hit the live tab and someone's watching. Yeah. You know what's There's funny? One. Sometimes, sometimes for a collision, like they won't, TBS, like, or is it is TBS or TNT? It's TNT. TNT. Yeah. It'll show the graphic. Ooh. Oh, hey, happy birthday, Biggie. Happy yeah, belated yeah. birthday, buddy. Yeah, yeah, look at him. He's trying to play defense dog somewhere. But um, sometimes TNT. they'll have when you turn like Saturday morning, obviously, or Sunday morning, I like to watch collision or whatever. And the graphic will be up, and then you're clicking on it and it won't load because they haven't dropped the episode yet. So I literally have to go to Daily Motion. Type in AW Collision and the fucking episode is there because somebody already had uploaded it. And it's like, Doug, how is somebody doing this on Daily Motion, but you can't do this on your own app? Like, yeah, like that used to bother me. Still, I think Peacock's like it, but the network, like, yo, Raw would be on TV, but it would take three weeks to get on the network. And at I that think point, it's, why the fuck would you want to watch that? Yeah, why would I get yeah, three? Yeah, because I know, I don't know, I think Peacock's the same way. I think Enix. I wonder if NXT is, because I know NXT when it was on the WWE Network, you could watch it right away again. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking weird the way TV goes and all that shit now. Like, I don't know. Maybe but yeah. I'll- as far as being hotter, like, you know, uh, you're still selling out the same size arenas and all that shit. It's still the same crazy crowd and everything. They're just a lot of people are distracted by their phones now, and it's it's different. The world's different, bro. You're not gonna like when you used to go to Raw. There was no phone in your hand. You had taking, a camera. You know, some people took pictures with actual phone, pick cameras. Dude, I but. miss that. Every time I watch an older WCW WWE pay per view, and you just see all the flashes when like The Rock would come out or yeah. the NWO. Like you don't see that shit no more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the coolest thing now, like interactive with phones and cameras, was like. You know, God bless his soul, rest in peace. For like when Bray Wyatt would come out, when everyone would have their light on and yeah. shit like that. You know what I mean? It, don't get me wrong, having technology now is awesome because I still have wrestling videos of here. Yeah, of WrestleMania in 2019 when I went, like, so it's cool in that aspect. Yeah, um, yeah. But even like Austin Theory when he was doing the selfie thing, like that was actually pretty clever. Like. He was coming out and doing the selfies and posting them online and all I, that shit. Like I saw someone say on Twitter that that character is better than what he's been doing like the past year. Yeah. He's not that's, doing much. I know. That's one of them. Like he who shall not be named booked him better than Triple H. Yeah. He should be a face, bro. They need to figure out how to make that kid a face. But now no, he's you like, can go in the ring. Bro, he's bro, the guy is John Cena. He's a young John Cena. He's like completely shredded. He's strong as shit. He got great fucking moves in the ring. He can he can go. He, he can, can talk on the mic. Car. He can do all that shit. Like he's the perfect face. I you know I'm really shocked. Unless it's still gonna happen, that like they I really thought him and Grayson Waller were gonna take off as like still a heel tag team, but like elevated, like be fighting for the titles at least, and like they're kind of like the the push comedy. It's comedy shit. Yeah. yeah and it's it's comedy. Also, theory doesn't belong there. Yeah, and granted, that can change. 
But like Grayson Waller's like in a weird way, like not winning but reaping the benefit because he's the guy in the ring with, you know, who like Theory was in the ring with The Rock, but then Grayson Waller did it with John Cena, Logan Paul. Like they're putting them with star power. Yeah. It's just you're not capitalized. Like as you know, Solo Sokoa hasn't won a single a singles match since he lost to John Cena. He was better in NXT. Yeah, I you know I forgot all of, not about his run, but like how he used to talk and everything there. Yeah, he I actually would talk with his mouth and say things like yeah, not just he's like, not just standing there looking like me, like tribal chief, and get mad and then just somebody says solo, you know what to do, and then he just makes that frowny face and he looks at his thumb, <laughs> like yes, I know what to do. I'm gonna use my thumb to kill like. That's all he does. He looks at his thumb and then he runs somebody. He provided us a few good things. Like I love the Roman gift where he's like, I'm not solo. Yeah. Like, like they I don't know, man. They provided that, like some good shit there. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, cause and it's not because these guys are all the future there, at least. You know what I mean? Um, but I could see a dude like Austin Theory jumping ship when his contract's up if they don't do something. And if I'm Tony Khan, I would sign an Austin Theory. I don't know about you, but I would. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? Like, why? Why it's not? Fantastic. Yeah, like, why I mean, not? I get, and again, there's. I know there's a lot of people who hate Austin Theory. And what you should realize about that is that that's how good he is at his job, that you yeah. literally hate him. You hate him. That's how good he is at being a heel. That's how good he can be a face also. Like he can do the reverse. Like that he's, he's another one of those like make a wish guys. Like he does yeah. all all this make a wish stuff. Like he's he's John Cena again. Like I don't understand why they don't understand that. I thought after he beat Cena and Mania, he was that that was it. Like that was the takeoff. That shit didn't do him any favors, bro. Cena was like he phoned it in that match. Yeah, that wasn't the a match good match was nothing. It it he did it, it was almost like he he you know, people say Cena buried whatever. I I don't subscribe to all that shit. I don't know the inner workings of all that shit. But you could tell, like people who pay attention to that kind of shit, you could tell in that match that Cena that, that was not John Cena, bro. That was uh, that was washed John Cena just doing the. Let me do this for this kid. He gave him no type of bump, nothing. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like this is what we've said it on here. What worries me about the Rock wrestling, like so. Do you just see the WrestleMania teaser trailer, the one-minute video? Yeah. So it seems, my eyes, night one, you're going to get Cody and Seth against Rock and Roman. And then night two, you're going to get uh, Roman and Cody. And I think this, I don't think we're going to get Rock and Roman at Mania this year. I really think now they're going to embrace this as a tag team. I think Cody is going to get the shit kicked out of him on Saturday. Maybe even take that pin, to be honest, to make him look weak and defeated going into the main event and then, like, overcomes all that adversity. And I could I could see it, but, bro, I just... I don't think The Rock's going to do a single... Like, I think, that was, I think take, that was the plan. And then all this shit, I really think they're going to go that tag route. To take away one of the main events from, like, all that other talent, and to have Roman Reigns in both fucking main events of wrestling. That's... Well, Cody would be too, though. Yeah, but, dog, it's... Come on, bro. 
he's the champion. It's it's it, they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. Like, so the reason I'm not mad about it personally is because Seth gets his WrestleMania main event, and then Cody and Roman main event two nights in a row. More on the Cody side because Roman's done it before. Yeah, and then because I I took a step back, but what other storyline, right? Excluding these four men. So don't say, like, say, Seth, if he's fighting Drew for the title. Right. What other storyline really is that good that you can make? Unless they put some real, which I think the potential one would be the women. like Damage control, your damage control thing. Yeah, yeah, like the women. But I just can't see The Rock involved in anything that's not a main event. Love Um, love everyone else in that company, but, like, it's The Rock. I mean, they have time to build up. Becky can do anything, bro. Right now they have time to pick up a to, to build up a Becky and Rhea thing where it gets really hot and they can kind of push that close to the main event. I don't know if it's probably too soon close to WrestleMania to push something like that into the main event. Um, but everything else that's going on right now, come on, bro. You don't want to see Bobby Lashley and Karrion Cross in the main event, bro. <laughs> I yeah, and then someone said like the way this is going, like, is Cody low-key forming the Avengers? And, like, when they have that one-on-one match, like, Sami Zayn's going to come out and help them, and Seth's going to come out, like, all these people that the bloodline fuck. Someone brought up a good point. What if fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin came out in the main event to take out The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Jesus that. Christ. Imagine that, though. Yo, tell me you wouldn't pop. If that's literally, like, you – that's not going to happen. Like, I can't compare it to – but what would you do in the main event of night two? Like the Rock and Roman, like somehow the refs down and Rock Roman are just beating the shit out of Cody, and and then you just see the glass shatter. And walks his old ass to the ring. Um, the reason that won't happen is because if you do that, you have to do Rock and Stone Cold, and it, that's not happening. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Can you imagine, bro? That'll probably be the the fucking shortest match in in history. They have to do like a three minute match. Bottoms. Um, man, you know, I think we talked about this. I think we kind of talked about this last WrestleMania where we pitched Roman Reigns main eventing both nights. And I don't remember exactly how, I think we actually brought the rock up. We were like, he should wrestle the rock on Saturday for, or, or Saturday, he should wrestle Cody, lose the belt. And then Sunday, wrestle the Rock for like the, the other belt because that's when know, they had the, the two belts. Yeah, that's or the other said. belt, or the just the status of head that's of the table ish. You lost the belts, blah blah blah. I think we pitched something like that, and I was kind of like with it. I was like, oh yeah, that's we should they should fucking do that, blah blah blah. But bro, I like, I my thing is what so what's the purpose of elimination chamber if you're gonna have Seth Rollins in a tag match? So. Because what I'm right. thinking, the way I take it is, so my my booking, which could be terrible, mind you, right, is night one that the tag match mains. I think you have both women's matches on night one, uh, night one, and then you have like Logan Paul, right? The Logan Paul LA night, just because kind of you want to bring they're gonna, in a fucked up way. They're gonna want to bring more eyes to night one and night two in the scenario because of the Rock, and then night two. Because I even thought in the scenario, like, because it's very, I think in my opinion, it's very obvious Drew's going to fight Seth at Mania. He's winning that chamber. Like, that just seems so obvious. 
Like, what if Drew came in during the main event and fucking clayed more of the shit out of Seth? And then, bam, there's so much hostility there that that opens night two of Mania. So then you have Drew and Seth open Mania. And then Cody and Roman close it. Throw, like, Gunther's match in there. Like, for big highlighted matches. Uh, my only, again, my only issue is that, that belt. You're, there's already a stigma on that belt. You, if you're gonna have that belt defended, it's gotta be in one of the main events. It has to be. I just don't think. I, I agree with you. hundred. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Like realistically, because yeah. The Rock's wrestling at WrestleMania. I don't care what anyone says. That's happening. Yeah, I, if they would have just had like that trailer, just made it so obvious. Like why right. would The Rock be highlighted so much in that? And especially Seth. Like not to be a dick to Seth, but. Why would The Rock and Seth both be so highlighted in that? Like, I really think that – I guess maybe we'll find out Friday. Yeah, uh, and then even last night, uh, Seth was like, if you need someone to be your shield, which I was I'm good your guy, that. you know. So I could see that they're going to do the tag match. I just thought the the most – the thing that made the most sense was for them to go to Perth and mm-hmm. have that tag match there. Unless- why wouldn't you do that at Chamber? Can you imagine that's the main event at fucking Elimination Chamber? The Rock and fucking Roman Reigns versus Cody and Seth Rollins. And then you got the Elimination Chamber matches. That's probably like a pay-per-view of the year right there. You could because then right, it makes sense. It's just the fact that Roman's not advertised for that pay-per-view and Seth's Seth's injury. Because that makes sense because right then and there, you go on this little Hollywood Rock thing and then that's how you... yeah. I don't know, but the big thing, the question is, how do you book that tag match? Because here's oh, the thing. Cody and Seth, Cody and Seth, one hundred percent lose that match. I mean, one hundred percent. And and do you think? Do you agree with me? Like in a fucked up way, it makes more sense to pin Cody because of that storyline than Seth. Yeah, yeah. Cody gets pinned. I'm I'm fine with them getting their not their complete ass kicked, but obviously you know you want them to be you want the match to be somewhat competitive. You don't want them to just get squashed. I don't think they should get squashed, but definitely they can have some shenanigans. They can have some solo shit, some Jimmy shit, and fucking they lose. Cody takes the pin. He takes a spear and a rock bottom. I think the rock they has throw to. the rubber fucking chicken at him. All that shit and just that's I would be fine with it. As long as he fucking goes to WrestleMania. Bro, Cody has to finish his fucking story at this WrestleMania, bro. I'm not going to go another year hearing about no. the fucking story. No. I'm not. I'm no, not going to do it. Here's the thing, too. If, say, Roman wins, there's I would put a $1,000 that that next year's Mania would 100% then be rocking Roman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then, because you can't do that. Cody three years in a row. Like, it sucks. You just can't. No, bro. I, I, then, I, if... But and I then, you, oh sorry, and, and then you run the risk of like, and I know Cody's like super hot right now, like he's and that's why he needs you know, people thought that he was gonna be like cooled down with the last year of WrestleMania. I think he's hotter than ever, like yeah. he's he's GI Joe right now. So, but you're gonna tell me that if he loses again, that he's not gonna get some. Some people are gonna be like, ah, fuck this guy, bro, you're a loser. You lost well, twice in a row. What else do you want? Another shot? Yeah, well, because here's the other thing. We, you predicted it last year. You said Roman was going to win, and he did, right? So you had the shock and all last year, right? You can't – if Roman wins again, you have that shock and all, but that means if they square off a third time, it's very obvious Cody's going to win. Yeah. Like last year was – I thought it was obvious, but at the same time, it's like, well, it is. Like 
does Cody really just go on this massive rampage with just signing and win everything right away? Like last year in a fucked yeah. up way, kind of yeah. as much as it kind of ruined everything in a way, it kind of made sense with him. It was kind of quick. I, I will see. Yeah, it was kind of quick. Like he just well, came yeah, to the company. Been, he came back, squashed Seth three times in a row, tore his yeah. back, came back, won the Rumble, and then won the title. Yeah. Like, I see why he didn't win last year. Like, looking back at it, I see why. It sucked because we went a whole year pretty much without the title. And then we ended up in this predicament with Rock and Roman. Like, but maybe it pays off now. But yeah, I think you have to have the Rock pin uh, Cody. Because there's, okay. no there's no way, whether it's at WrestleMania or that Raw or SmackDown after Mania, that you don't instantly plant the seeds. Or not plants. I think you're going to get the planted seeds for Rock and Roman throughout this story. But there's no way it's not like there's there has to be a turn between WrestleMania and like the SmackDown after me, right? Like you yeah. have to think. So it's like I feel the easy way to go is Rock pins Cody. Well, I did it. Why couldn't you? Kind of bullshit thing. Yeah, that's true. Because Roman already got the pin. So, um, and then, like, are you picking up, like, do you buy the little shit people say online? Like, when Rock and Roman were walking backstage when they confronted Triple H, that Rock was leading the way? It kind of seemed like that to me. Like, it kind of seemed, like, it's funny because, so if you go back to the presser, um, sorry, my brother's, like, working on something in the garage, if that yeah. noise is annoying. Um, when you go back to the presser and, to and Cody said the thing about family, and Roman's sitting there like, yo, what? And how the walk, the rock just kind of like walks up. That dramatic walk. You notice Roman just kind of, he didn't go, hey, bro, nah, like this is, no, he he like fell in line. Like he literally, like he fell in line. And he's the champion. And then he's rock, the head of the table, supposedly. And then the and rock he was, like, he straight fell in line, bro. Yeah, and then the rock dictated that shit to Triple H. Yes. Because the rocks had two pretty cool instagram real like i'll say the rocks like instagram game whatever you want to call it since this whole i might be turning heel thing has been good because they had like i thought that video of them two leaving the arena was good i don't know if you saw that one you couldn't really pick up on too much what they were saying but towards the end the rock was like yeah yeah now i know what you were talking about so it's kind of like oh, if you shit. watch it, it's like roman was kind of complaining and then The Rock posted the video yesterday of, like, the unedited, zoomed-up version of him. And he was dropping fuck like it was cool. Yeah. Like, they all were. Seth was, too. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, I got to say, this shit, this shit is still, it's dope. Like, like even now, it's been a week. What? This shit was last Thursday or whatever it was? What was it, Wednesday? The, yeah. They had the first thing? Not to be and, like, This shit's still dope. Like, it's dope. Not like, to be this whole rating. thing with The Rock is dope. Yep, and not to be the ratings guy, but SmackDown did 2.5 million, the highest in like a very, very long time, and neither one of those assholes were on the show. Wow. So imagine this week. Yeah, I think they, I think they could I'm I'm gonna say no, but they could break through. Um yeah, it's gonna be close. It, it will be close. I think it might even hit three. So we'll see. Um but the shit's dope. Like even with all the stuff that I kind of fantasy book for the rock, him coming back and challenging for the head of the table shit. This is way more interesting than that. Cause that's like a super obvious thing that they could have done, but this is way more fucking interesting. Like, yeah, he came back to challenge Roman Reigns to take Cody's spot, but now he's like, Hey, hold up, bro. Like you're talking about my family. Like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
what the fuck is going on. To align with Roman Reigns is crazy, bro. And I that think it's crazy. And like you said, there's that article we have in our news note. Like, yo, he's they're gonna advertise, and Rock's gonna put out Cody Crybaby merchandise. You know what I want to see on Friday? Huh. I want us just see them all come out together. Like, I don't want Roman coming out, then The Rock coming out to his music. No. Like Rock, I want Roman, them to all walk out together, to all be standing in the ring together, arms fucking crossed, all po- Yo, if The Rock does this, imagine I'm going to fucking, bro, I'm going to fucking pop, dude. If he fucking throws up the one on Friday, bro, it's a wrap. It's like yeah, a that, fucking wrap. The one, the one isn't a Roman thing. That's like the bloodline thing, yeah. right? I understand that's oh not my god. I didn't even think of that, bro. If he fuck, if they walk oh, out together and they go in the ring, this, and he throws the one up, bro. This won't happen because we know how the rock is. Imagine if he came out with the We the One shirt. Oh shit. That, that's not gonna I'm happen. I'm sure he's gonna have his own blood. He's that's what I'm that. saying. This is what we were saying in the pre-show. Like, I think he's gonna have his own. The thing is, I want them to come out together. Maybe they'll come out together with him with new music. Instead of coming out to the Roman Reigns music, maybe they'll come out to like a new kind of like bloodline-ish, similar, but it's like the rock style. And then they'll come out together to that. Like, I want to see the whole thing. I want to see the whole presentation. I'm not going to lie. If the rock came out just to that Hollywood rock theme, I'd yeah. It's a Jim Johnson thing, though. That's a Jim Johnson song. So I don't know if they still are allowed to use those yeah, songs. Yeah, Stone Cold comes back. They still use his. Yeah, name. they still use his. Yeah, I don't know, but because that's what that. So the article will not wrestle votes. Very reliable source said the Rock is expected to fully embrace his heel turn and drawing inspiration from the Hollywood Rock era. That's what I like, drawing inspiration. And we can anticipate Cody Crybaby's merchandise. (laughs) Cody Crybaby, bro, they have a layup here with this. Like, because now that (sighs) Matt McAfee's back and he's on ESPN every day, like, yo. Yo, Nick Khan isn't like, yo, you're putting our, like, I think, because did you see last night how, like, Cody kind of called out Pat? He's like, yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. You see your boy last night, he was like, yeah, you, oh, stick him up your ass. You stick the nuggets <laughs> up your ass. That shit you was know, hilarious. I said, because, you know me, I'm a mark for Pat. So, like, that's just my boy. That's how I watch all my sports news. He shits on the Judgment Day. I will if Pat wrestles at Mania, I'd low key want to see Pat versus Dominic Mysterio. Nah, that'd be cool. I don't think he's gonna wrestle this year though. Nah, he I might just be on commentary. But he might do something in the ring, like a little, you know, like last in between year. matches kind of thing. Yeah, you know I mean, maybe something with Dominic, maybe something with the Miz if the Miz is not uh trying to win those tag team titles. There's rumors that like Miz and Truth are gonna win the tag team titles, bro. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, because here's the thing, and it's not to shit. Remember when Zack Ryder, well, formerly known Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins won those Raw titles after Kurt lost forever, and it got a, I was at Mania. It got a massive pop, and then that was it. Like, I feel that's what we are getting with Miz and Truth. Like, yeah, if, say, that's a Mania match and they won those titles, it's going to be a pop. I, but, dude, I hate to be that guy, but Truth's kind of gold. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know, though, but I agree. I think after the Judgment Day having it, not that they're not doing great with them. They're not doing bad, but they're not doing good either. It's like, I think we need legitimate, like a legitimate tag team to have those. Like the Creed Brothers, DIY. Yeah. What's it at Chamber? At Chamber, it's Pete and uh, Bake, right? Yes. 
competing big. They're not, they're not going to be the ones, but, no. you know, it's going to be a good match. I mean, it'd yeah. be cool if it was them, but that's not going to They're too new happen. of a team, I think. and Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, so I don't know, but yeah. And then Drew's kind of on another level, too, with everything he's doing. Yeah, I love Drew McIntyre right now. That's why I like he's had why I like the WrestleMania he's thing. Like, he should win that belt at Mania, bro. I don't know what they're – I don't know. I think he – I'm fully – I fully embrace that Priest is going to have an unsuccessful catch. Because if Drew wins the title in April, do you really have him in the Priest? Especially when Punk's supposed to come back like two months after he wins the title because that seems where they're going with this, that Drew's going to win the title. Seth's probably going to go away, right, because of his back and all the other bullshit. And then when Punk comes back, it's Punk and Drew at SummerSlam. So I really think Priest is going to have an unsuccessful catch. It sucks. I just I yeah, think I see it. I see it happening. I think, and I hate to be that. I think Priest is just—he fell victim to bad timing. He fell victim to bad timing with Punk coming back. But even to be honest, with this Rock, Cody, and Roman shit, he fell victim to. He even fell victim to Drew McIntyre just getting on fire. But this is the thing too. They could have. Remember, we talked about a few a few months ago. They they had a perfect opportunity. Dude, at the raw I was at day one, he was just standing could, there. Yeah, they could have cashed it in, and he could have just had a two three month run with the fucking title, and then they could have done whatever with Punk or put it back on Seth, whatever, just yeah. to get that fucking briefcase out of the way, like. Get it out of the way. Give give Priest a run with the title. You know, do a little something different with Judgment Day. You know, build them up a little more. They'll have all the titles. You know, they could do that whole thing for like a month or two or whatever. They don't have to have it for six months or a year. They don't need that. Dude, it you was perfect. Do it the first day of the year, and then the paper elimination chamber is February twenty fourth. That's like almost two months away. Get off on that chamber, and then you were good. And yeah. I he could have even taken the belt to Mania and like lost it there to somebody. You know what I'm saying? If they wanted to do that. They could have done him, Seth, and Drew. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't get why they didn't do that. But because so it seems that the Judgment Day is going to defend the titles. And that's probably where they're going to lose. Hmm. I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of title changes out of the yeah, they should, man, because a lot of these titles have been sitting for a long time the only, with certain people. The only one I want to definitely, I want Rhea to retain. Yeah, I'd like to see her retain, but I think she's going to end up losing the belt to Becky. I think so. Okay. Yeah, she's going to beat Nia Jax at Chamber. And then I think she's going to lose the belt, which kind of sucks because I, if you keep the belt on Rhea Ripley for another year, I think I'd be good. Like another year, sure, why not? Who's better than her? I could see Gunther retaining. Depending yeah. on because right now I think one against. it's either going to be Andrade, Breaker, or Sam. I know they're doing this like underdog thing with Sammy, but Sammy's not. I mean, I don't know. Sammy's not really doing much for me. Because we get Jay next week. He's not going to win. Unless I'm still thinking, though, because New Day is still heavily invested. That'd be cool, but I think by now we would have seen something about 
What if it's next him week? coming back? I think they would have done something already, bro. If um, you're going to do it, it has to be next week because you have the Intercontinental title match. You know New Day is going to get involved because Imperium is going to get involved. And Big E's a good guy to take it off him. You know he's going to come back super white hot. And he's yeah. literally a not former IC champion, WWE champion. So it's not like it's someone you're gambling on. You know what I mean? Like he's got credentials. I don't know. Granted, this is just me speaking. And maybe because, I don't know. I love Big E, so maybe I'm biased. But they had him on the pre-show for that kickoff panel. Oh, no, he was on. He was on the kickoff. The, the yeah. Press. Do you see the video of like the compilation of punk? It was like a minute long, just talking about punching people in the face. I saw the video, but I didn't actually watch it. No, it was pretty funny because the first one starts off. He's like, you know, Cody's got to not sit back there. You know, if someone slaps you, you got to punch him in the face. And then the rock and Roman were still, he's like, who tell me, come on, who wants to see Cody punch rock in the face? And the rocks in the background, just staring at punk. Yeah. He was like listening. And then the next one was Seth was like, He's like, yeah, like Seth's gotta stop wearing, stop worrying about his fancy clothes or something like that. He's gotta punch someone in the face, and then he was like, me. And the, the next one was the best because he goes, you know, he's. I, I laughed at. It. He's like, Pat brings up a point. Rock's on the board. Like he's think he's he's like, he's like, but if someone's in the face, me, I'm punching everyone in the face. I don't care who you are. Like he was really, heavily yeah, yeah, he he did. That's for sure. Yeah. Definitely talking about punching people. He definitely does it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just... Do you think the Bucks take the uh, the titles off Sting and Darby? Nah, I think that would be... Well, it depends. It depends on Sting. Does Sting want to go out undefeated? Or does he want to, like... Pass the torch to the Bucks. I see Sting taking the pinfall. Sting, not if he if he retires the champion. I, me, especially if you're a legend of that caliber. Like I'm I don't cool with him. I'm cool yeah. with him completely remaining undefeated. Retire as champion on Wednesday. You give the belts certain, back. Like only certain people have that. Like when the Undertaker, there was rumors he was going to fight for the title at Mania. I was like, Yo, Taker wins. Leaves the belt, walks away, have it for him. But what do you think? I think Sting's the type of guy. I feel like Sting is going to be like, nah, I'll take the L. But I think Tony Khan is going to be like, no, you're not taking any L's. You are going to fucking remain undefeated. Like, honestly, I feel that way. Like, I feel like Tony will be like, nah, you're going to win. You're going to go out on top. You're going to get the actual celebration you should have gotten that they interrupted. And you'll be able to get your confetti and your kids will be there and blah, 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 in front of 16,000 people. You'll get your proper send-off. And, and I like it. I like it. I'm amped for revolution, to be honest. Bro, Brian Danielson is going to be the new fucking continental champion, bro. I'm oh, excited yeah. about that shit. Yeah, is, got, Eddie's, Eddie's not beating Danielson again. There's yeah, no so, yeah, you got way. that. And then what else? Orange Cassidy and uh, Roderick Strong. Yeah. Um, what else? The tag you match. Tony Storm, tag. Tony Storm, Dion Perazzo. And then the uh the world heavyweight match, the AEW title. So all the big titles have matches already then, huh? No, TNT doesn't. Uh I'm sure you're gonna get Sting. I mean Sting. You're gonna get I'm Edge and 
Yeah, I think you're going to get uh, Sting and – why do I keep saying Sting? You're going to get Edge and your boy uh, Christian going at it one more again for sure. Um, but I don't know what else is on that that's officially announced, if, remember, if I don't remember correctly. Because um, I know we got Sting and Darby, which I think is going to actually main event. That's probably going to main event the show. Um, and then the AEW side. Oh, of course, your boy Samoa Joe is going to have a match. Um, who is Samoa Joe wrestling He's on that the, show? Revolution? Yeah, it's a triple threat. Him, Hangman, and Swerve. Oh, Hangman and Swerve. Swerve. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, that show. I can Listen, watch bro. Hangman and Swerve 24-7. Let me tell you, son. I'm getting a little nervous because the Cinemark still doesn't have Revolution listed to buy the tickets. And I'm kind of getting the feeling that they're not working with AEW anymore. Well, so, don't they usually announce it like the week before? Well, usually it's up, but like the last that last pay per view wasn't up. World's End wasn't up, um, and the last one I went to was, I believe it was the wasn't it? Um, the last show that I went to was. It wasn't World's End. Is it where they were leave? No, that one they didn't have. They didn't was fucking it? have it at all. Was so it I went to the one before that. you went to the theater? Right. I think World's so, End they might just not have done just because of the holiday. I'm hoping that's the case. And actually, I'll see if I can check now, but it's... Yeah, I checked it a couple days ago, and this shit was not on there. The pay-per-view is the what? Third or the ninth? When is it? Yeah. it's. I mean, it's... It's freaking soon. So then when I click on it, I put in AEW in the search bar. You have everything here except Revolution. Yeah, All out, double or nothing, Forbidden Door, Full Gear, and Wrestle Dream. But no Revolution is not there. There's no Revolution there. Yes, you got you got three, a little over three weeks until Revolution. So it might it might come out in the next week or we'll so. We'll see. And again, Sunday. Another Sunday pay-per-view, which is fucking great for me. Yeah, bro. I, I'm over them. I, I get it, but I'm over. Yeah, especially those of us who have to be awake at four in the morning on Monday. It it's just sucks good. too because collisions on Saturday, so you're not gonna. I know, but that's those are the days where they should preempt their own programming and have their pay per views on Saturday. I'm telling you, bro, this, this collision shit on Saturday is not gonna. They're not gonna do another year of this shit, bro. They can't. They can't have wrestling on Saturday nights, bro. It's not. You should have your pay-per-views exclusively on Saturday nights, and that's it. I can no, honestly no fans or buzz. No switching between Saturday and Sunday, bro. Saturday. I would say collision, say this four episodes in a month. I definitely catch at minimum two. Like I definitely see half of them, but I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Collision Live. Yeah. You know, and you know, and even if it's like my thing is I watch a lot of wrestling. So for me, it's more like, yo, I give my girl a break. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like even if not though, like I kind of want to. Yeah, we talked about that shit when it first got launched. We were like, "What the fuck are you gonna tell your girl, nah, baby? We can't go out nowhere Saturday night, baby. I gotta watch motherfucking Collision. That ain't gonna work, bro. Well, especially, Saturday, especially for me, because for me and Cali, live is five to seven. Oh, okay. Well, okay, no, it comes on at eight, but you can watch on the apps at five. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't know what they'll do there. I'm excited for the pay per view, though. I'm really excited for that, like 100%. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, I'm cool, bro. I, I'm 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 hyped to see Danielson win his first fucking championship. Yeah, that I want to see, and he's gonna have three of them shits. I know. Do you think it? So people talked about this about the I think he's pretty unselfish. I mean, he takes L's yeah. all the time. So do you think he does it too much? Um, I mean, at this point in his career, he don't really have anything to prove, bro. He's like having fun. I don't know. I'm kind of bummed he hasn't been a world champion. Yeah, it's just, but it hasn't been. There hasn't been the right time. You know, you didn't want him beating Kenny. Yeah. That quick. You know what I mean? Then he gets hurt. Then he comes back. Then he gets hurt. Then you got your world title already kind of mixed up with other people. So, because are you are you on board with me that Swerve's the one that's going to take it from Joe? Because like why why are they making the thing is they're making this a triple threat, and that makes me think Joe yeah. Loki might already drop it. Yeah, Swerve. I think Joe's going to retain. You think he's I think Joe's going to retain? I think Joe's going to retain. I hope he does because I want a longer run. But man, when you have that, when you do a title match, it just makes me think like, "Fuck, is that third person in there to eat the?" Because remember, all what Adam Page has been saying for the past month, two months, I'm gonna take everything away from you. I'm gonna take the one thing that you want the most. I'm gonna take it away from you. What's the one thing Swerve wants the most right now is that championship. So I can see where there's going to be some type of crazy finish where, you know, Hang he hits go with a buckshot or something, and then Swerve tries to go for the pin with the stomp, and he gets, you know, Hangman fucking throws him out of the ring or something like that. Some some situation where Hangman costs him the match. I even see Hangman taking the pin, because even if Hangman, Hangman takes the pin, he could be like, ah, you know what? I don't give a fuck that I lost. You yeah. didn't win. I yep. took your fucking championship yeah, from you. Hangman's 100% eating that pin or a submission from Joe. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I want AEW to come back here, man. I want to I want to go see them cuz I'm going raw. I'm going raw Monday. It's 40 minutes away. I wouldn't even mind if it was like a collision cuz I'd go to a collision on Saturday, bro. That way I could like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about getting up early or whatever. And it's crazy cuz there's a difference between sitting at home and watching collision than going live on a Saturday. Cause it's like, yo, it's something to do on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I For think sure. it'd be cool to go see a collision, honestly. Cause like I said, Saturday night, go get some food, get some drinks, go to the show. Like, yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah, man. For me, it would be fantastic. Cause again, the Wednesday thing. That show, man, it was fun, but my God, I was like, yo, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I can't be here, bro. Yeah. I'm watching like. Ring of Honor and Rampage and, and it's like too much, bro. I know Tony tries to give you like your money's worth, but you gotta understand we're not all billionaires, bro. We gotta wake up at Thursday in the morning to go to work. Yeah, even like, if you gotta wake up like average, like six, seven in the morning, like that's yeah, still you still gotta drive home, you got your kids, you got you know all this and that you gotta take care of. Like it's like, dude, it's too much. Yeah. Is that was that the last show you went to? That's the last wrestling show I believe I attended was a well, no, you went to right? I might have gone to a local show after that. I what's think. that? What's that independent? CCW. I was actually gonna do this Saturday. I was gonna go. Cause uh you know who's the world champion now in CCW in my local promotion? Isn't it top dollar? 
No, it's oh. QT fucking Marshall. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marshall. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, it's the fucking world champion. I was like, what the fuck? What? Bro, you low key got a low key popping indie over there because Top Dollar goes there. He's no, there. they're very like they're pretty well known. Like um, MVP got his start there. Um, you know all these guys who were like they. You've got some pretty big guys that come out of there. Uh, Gangrel is like co-owner, so Gangrel's always there. Tickets uh, that expensive. They're twenty five bucks for front row. Yeah, it's twenty five bucks. So again, I was uh, I was here doing my stuff Saturday early, and then I saw on Twitter that they were like, "Oh, tonight in Pompano," which Pompano's like twenty minutes from here. Um, they were like, "Oh, tonight, uh, you know, we're gonna have this show, blah blah blah." And I looked at the card. I was like, "Oh shit, Top Dollar's gonna be there. Fucking QT's gonna be there." I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'll go to this fucking show if I'm not like." You know, if I don't get too caught up in my day, but then you know, I I just did too much shit on Saturday, and I was like, ah, it's probably better that I just don't. Who would have thought when QT Marshall left AEW, the first thing he do is go win the the, the world title at your local independent? Yeah, no shit, right? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's so fucking crazy that he's over there. Like, I definitely want to go. I think they're having another one next week, so maybe we'll see. Um, but is I definitely got to go over there soon because is it weekly? Um, they have a lot of shows, bro. They they bounce around, um, like most of Florida. Like it's they'll. Well, I know you really don't know where these places are, but like they'll go to like Hialeah, and then they'll come to Pompano, which is pretty close to me. Then they'll go to Kissimmee, which is like by Disney, which is like four hours away. So they kind of like circle the same places. Um, and it's like almost weekly, bi-weekly they'll have shows. Yeah. Um, they do a lot, so I'm assuming they're doing well because I mean they've been around for like 15 years. So I know you wouldn't drive to it because it seems pretty far, especially for an But if you were closer, say like an hour, would you go to an NXT show? Maybe. Because I can't imagine those are two. Ex- those are that. I would only want to go once just to be like, yo, I've been in the performance center. Kind of yeah, you know those tickets are free. Oh, NXT is free. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, all you got to do is go there and show up, and if they have a ticket, yeah. they give it to you. Yeah, because I that got a hold. I would say what three hundred people. Yeah, yeah, it's free, bro. This it's pretty fucking cool. All you got to do is go show up, and I guess they, you know, you can get tickets at the gate or whatever. Um, but they could literally charge for that, and they probably make a little bit of revenue, like ten bucks. Yeah. I think people would take pay, pay ten bucks to get in there. So it kind of bugs me out that they do it for free, but even if they did like a monthly pass, like yo, one month of shows for yeah. like a hundred bucks. But I don't know. I mean, from what I understand, that shit's free. So I kind of want to go eventually. I don't think I would fly and do a whole vacation to go. See I mean, I went to an NXT show here because they went on tour. Oh, the house shows they do. Yeah, I went to that house show. That shit was fucking awesome. Who was like, around? So I saw. So the main event was, the main event was two people who no longer in WWE. Uh, the main event was um, Velveteen Dream versus uh, what's his name, uh, Matt Riddle. Oh wow! They were the main event. Yeah, they were the main event. I got to see the four horsewomen. Well, minus um, no, actually no, they were all there. It was Shayna Baszler, Marina Shafir, uh, oh, Jessamine Duke. And who's the? Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Rhonda wasn't there, so it wasn't the four horsewomen. But it was player, yeah. her and her little. Oh, so you were there like that? Kyrie Sane was yeah, there. Yeah, Kyrie Sane was there. She did her. She was doing her like farewell to NXT tour. 
So after the match, she was like saying goodbye to everybody because she was getting called up. Um, and EO was there. I saw EO, but this was before EO was like EO. She was like kind of new, so nobody really knew about her. Um, because I didn't really see her on the indies until afterwards. But um, she was there. I got to see uh, which is which is funny that I got to I know who they are now, but when I saw them, I was like, who the fuck are these guys? I saw 2.0. Um, oh, okay. They were there, and I was calling them the middle-aged bucks because they were wearing like those zebra pants, like matching zebra pants. And I was like, "Who the fuck are these old? Like these guys? These motherfuckers are like the young bucks, but they're like the middle-aged bucks." Um, Damian well, Priest was there, but he was punishment. Uh, punishment Martinez when he was there. I wonder why they changed that? Because he was in NXT for a good bit as Punishment Martinez yeah. too. And it's funny too because the first match that he had was as punishment for Martinez and he lost. So I was like, what the fuck? This guy, why did he lose? Do you think they simply changed his name? Because that's that's kind of a long the rights thing. They want to own the name. They want to own their IP and the merch and all that shit. So I think it's only certain people like Jade or very famous people who get to keep like their actual, you know, their IP or whatever. But yeah, man, that show was awesome. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was super intimate. It wasn't some big arena. It was like a little field house type thing. I got to sit real. I was like two rows back from like the the what you call it the gate. So yeah, it was, for me it was awesome. Yeah, that's all, dude. How shows are the best? Like non televised shows, just because there's so much more interaction and yeah and shit like that. Um, yeah, there's there's just a lot kind of going on right now, but it's just quiet right now. Yeah. Who do you think? Yeah, how do you think they, I know we have like four weeks now, but how do you think they debut Mercedes? Like, do you think she closes the show, opens the show, like a punk thing? Or do you think like when Tony Storm's doing her thing, she comes out? Yeah, that's weird. Um, Because the, the way they're, you know, the way he put that graphic up, it's like, you're kind of, again, I'm repeating myself, but he's kind of doing like that first dance thing where it's all about her. Like the whole the whole show is all about her and her debut and whatever. So I can imagine that she's going to come out and interrupt Tony Storm. She's not going to come out and like they're not going to open the show and they're not going to be chanting Mercedes, 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 and then hit her music and she's going to come out. Like that's not going to happen. I think she should close the show. But definitely... Um, yeah, I could see maybe they have um, Tony Storm. Well, damn, you know what? I don't know, bro. But why would you waste the whole, like, not waste the whole hour, but, like, why would you build it up like that and then have her come out at the end for five minutes? You know what I mean? I think because, not to be that guy, but ratings, you're keeping people tuned in. Yeah, that's true. But it's, it to me, it's kind of, like, overkill for you to have that. That, that graphic is crazy. Like that Boston it's, shit. Like, that, that's the part that I love. Like he's like, fuck it. I'm making it obvious. Like I love that. Did you see where they were actually when they, when uh, I think it was Renee was asking him or whatever. It was like a little interview or whatever. I don't know if it was Renee. It was somebody was interviewing him. Oh, I think it was Denise Salcedo. I think I saw her. In okay. It. And he goes, yeah, you know, we always have a great time in Boston. So I'm like, oh my god, this guy, bro. Yo, I love Tony, but he a corny motherfucker. Yeah, he just, he's just a, literally, he's a mark, bro. Yeah. And again, it's all good, but he's like, he's such a mark, bro, for wrestling. It's funny. It's hilarious. 
it is. It is no, it's funny. It's definitely funny. Uh, yeah, I don't. I got nothing else unless you do. Yeah, again, this week has been weird. Again, with there's a lot of stuff going on in New Japan. Um, I don't pretend to understand everything there. I know Danielson wrestled Zack Saber Jr. and I need to watch that. Um, you know, we got Okada making his debut very soon on AEW TV. Uh, this Friday on SmackDown is going to be a little bit of must-watch TV because you got. I'm telling you, bro. Let the Rock come out and throw that one up, bro. I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. I might even fucking hop on a live stream on Friday just to fucking just for that segment. Um, just because I wanna I wanna get a, a live reaction to that shit. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's been kind of quiet otherwise, which is kind of good because the news cycle has been kind of nuts the past few months, yeah. uh, almost to the point of like, you know, disgust. And honestly, do you feel like WWE is kind of like, let's just take the WWE side of it. Do you think this is kind of like, um, I don't want to say planned. But do you think this is, is? Do you think it's a coincidence that all this Vince shit was like taking over all the news cycles, and now all of a sudden The Rock and this angle has basically drowned all that shit out? Because literally, no one's talking about Vince or none of that shit right now. Nobody, nobody. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence, but I don't think that's. I think what they're doing is a short term because eventually more is going to come out. Right. And to be honest, what are you going to bring The Rock back again? Rocky, yeah. more Vince news. Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was your big gun because there's no one else. I mean, there's Stone Cold. You're not gonna, you're not gonna drag the Undertaker out of his fucking grave to 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 Undertaker. come back. You know what it I mean? Barely walk, man. Yeah. So, hey, like that was your big gun. You think Goldberg gets a retirement match that he wants? He already, bro. He's like. The last time we saw him, he he lost. He took the L to who? Uh, in Saudi Arabia. Was that the last time? Yep. And he was pissed because Vince didn't give him a proper send off. Bro, you went on your back to like a history making ring. Didn't he wrestle someone else and he like dapped them up at the end? Like, yeah, all right, you. No, that was Brock. Brock did that with Cody. No, but didn't Goldberg do that? Was somebody he wrestled somebody and then he was like, All right, yeah, no, kind of gave him the little bit of the what's up, like the rub afterwards because he literally said he his last match was for bro. Yeah, it must have been him. That's how long ago that shit, but yeah, there's no bro. What are you gonna bring Goldberg back to do what, bro? Like, I hope, I hope to god Tony never brings him in, bro. That guy, like, I get, I get, like, he wants a proper send off. Okay, I understand, I guess. I guess if I was in his shoes, I'd kind of want the same thing. But, bro, you left WWE in a shitty way. They brought you back. You had this big, giant fucking return. Michael Cole, Goldberg. They brought you back. Lost, Everybody cheered for you. Brock Lesnar. You, you fucking come back. You challenge Lesnar. You destroyed him. You win the fucking title. Like, you have another WrestleMania match with this guy. Like, you have a really cool match. You have really cool matches with, like, didn't he have a really good match with Lashley? Yep. He squashed Ziggler, too. Remember? He squashed the yeah, shit like, What more do you want, bro? You want to go out and have a title run? And, and like, what do you titles. want? What the fuck do you want, dude? Like, he no. It's a, it's a wrap. What's he's 56 years old. 
Yeah, and his argument's going to be because it wasn't in America. It was in Saudi Arabia. Whatever, bro. Nice. He lost to Roman Reigns. Like, who else can Goldberg come back to to lose to? You're not even a WWE guy. You're a fucking WCW guy. Like, be thankful you got what you got. You're like, in the Hall of Fame. You're probably on a Legends contract. They probably broke you off with a nice fucking contract when you came back to do all that shit. You know what I'm saying? He went to Saudi, so I know he got paid for that. Multiple Saudi trips. So, like, what else do you want, bro? No, there's no send-off for Goldberg. Palapinga or Goldberg. Yeah. So, fuck him. <laughs> and with all due respect, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, no, there's no there's no need for that shit. So, I don't know, man. I still uh, can't believe he beat The Fiend for the title. Yeah, that was pretty terrible, bro. There was no reason to do that. Because everyone now. thought we were going to get The Fiend and Roman at Mania. But they fucked that up anyway, because the fiend never should have been world champion, or at least that quick. I agree, that quick he yeah. should not they have never been. should have put the fucking belt on him. They never should have gave him that weird fucking demon belt. Like they just, bro, they didn't that, that, thing, shit. that thing was six thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. What was that? I don't know if that shit was made out of actual human flesh, but <laughs> I don't know why that shit was six grand. But yeah, yeah, dude, that was one of the. And I'll never forget Vince fucked. Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. But that first match he had with Finn. Oh, then amazing. Amazing. I was like, yo, this is dope. Then when I saw the reports that Fiend was going to fight for the title in his next match, I was like, oh, boy. This is the guy. He's got to win. He's, he shouldn't have a championship at all. Nevertheless, right now. Oh, boy. Then they had that terrible Hell in a Cell match with Seth was on record for him and Vince got, like, damn near face-to-face over it, arguing yeah. at the end. Then it's like, okay, now we have to rush and put the title on him in the next Is match. That the, that's the match where he got disqualified for hitting him with a tiny little hammer? That little the mallet? Hammer in the, the toolbox, yeah. But mind you, in a he, hell was hitting him, he was hitting him earlier in the match with a giant fucking mallet. Like, that giant two-handed mallet. And that yeah. was okay. That was fine, but no, 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 no. The little mallet, no, yeah. the, the, we can't have that. We're gonna disqualify you for and that. And I remember then they and that the match was with the stupid red lighting. Yeah, I mean, all that and stuff. He again, all that he had, yeah, yeah, he had that sick strap match though with uh, Danielson. Yeah, right? yeah, that was great. That, that was, was great. good. And then it's like, oh god. Then everyone thought, yo, it's gonna be Roman and fucking the Fiend. Which, okay, cool, like, Roman could be the guy to beat the Fiend. Or the Fiend beats Roman, and it's like, oh, shit, who's going to beat this guy? And then Goldberg comes along. Even though we got the Firefly Funhouse match in the end. Yeah, that's true. We did get that. That was entertaining. We got to see NWO John Cena. Okay, I'll ask you this last question before we go, because that was COVID. We didn't even know each other then. Between those two cinematic matches, that with the Boneyard match, which one did you like better? Um, I guess I'd have to go with a boneyard match because it was kind of like more like a match. Um, because the the firefight funhouse that was just fucking weird. Like it was entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed it, but that was fucking weird. That like, was, was all just... about like the demise of John Cena and like all the yeah. wrong in his career. I didn't get the NWO thing. That I didn't. Yeah, like, I didn't like. It was just. But the muscle man part was pretty cool from Saturday night's main event. 
when they were Cena's just like, ah, <laughs> fucking oh, blew his oh, arms up. Ray was like, you can look, but you can't touch. Yeah. Like, again, it was entertaining, but I was just confused the whole time. Like, I was like, what the fuck? What am I watching, bro? Yeah. At least the Boneyard match was like a match or like a fight. Um, Cause I it's like I like cinematic matches. Like I really like the uh, the final deletion or the ultimate deletion, whatever that shit was called, with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah, that was fucking awesome. Like I really like that shit a lot. Um, even though it's kind of stupid, but I enjoyed it. So I kind of low key missed those cinematic matches. Like I wouldn't mind them doing. Yeah, remember they did one with Sting and Darby. Yeah. Now they did that with a uh, Team Taz. Yeah, and that was good. Yeah, that shit was dope. And even uh, the New Day. The New Day did one with the Wyatt family. Yeah. The, when's the last time we had a cinematic match? Probably the the last and, one was the Firefly shit. Well, no, that was all after. Because I remember, remember after Firefly, remember they did that stupid swamp match with Bray and Strowman? Oh, I don't even remember that. Oh, you... Because uh, it, it was, remember when WWE during COVID was trying to hype up every pay-per-view? Like, they Backlash was the greatest wrestling match ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did the horror show at Extreme Rules. And that's the one where fucking Seth took out Ray's eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that stupid swamp match with Strowman and Bray, and it was terrible. Oh, Jesus. And then Sting and Darby. I think I blocked that out of my memory. Sting, I think it's Sting and Darby. And Team Taz. Yeah, probably. That's probably the last that one. Or, that or the Elite Deletion when Hardy did one in uh, AEW. But that was more, wasn't that more? Um, no, it was more it was, like a Stampede. Yeah, and that, it was definitely Sting and Darby. The reason I say that is because Sting debuted Christmas 2020. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was Sting and Darby in Team Taz, which was a good one. Winter is oh, the stampede, too. Yeah, the stampede was one now. Remember when fucking Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega took the shit out of Sammy Guevara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that I that first like stadium, that first stadium stampede, what was it? Uh, what was Jericho and them called? Oh my god, what was the name of the Jericho? Inner circle? The inner circle, was it? Yeah, the inner circle, right? That's when it was Hager, Sammy. Uh, Santana Ortiz. Powerful, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So that one versus the Elite with Matt Hardy, that was one of my good. Yeah. Remember they got into the pool. Yeah. The one winged angel off some crazy shit. That one. That yeah. was actually. I might try to go rewatch that. That was really fun. That was actually fun with Matt Hardy. Get kept getting put underwater, and he was changing to different Matt Hardy gimmicks underwater. Elite, <laughs> He was fucking like doing the version. How do you do that shit? That version one. Version one. Yeah. All version that, yeah. one underwater. Yeah. Stupid. All right. I think we rattled on for everyone enough. Um, yes, sir. I'll, I'll plug us home first. All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching for the past one hour, 18 minutes, and 57 seconds. I haven't done that in a while. Um, as always, follow on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Well, Twitter, Wrestling B Twash. Trash. Wrestling B Trash, Instagram Wrestling is Trash, and YouTube. Thank you. Our subscribers are growing. We had a lot of good replays from the live show last week, so I'm imagining some point in the future we'll do another one. Um, but yeah, so get on that YouTube again if you're watching this. If you're not, 
like, comment, share, subscribe, pass it off to everyone. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the name right there. But most importantly, YouTube again. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Take us home, you. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Wrestling is Trash. I'm your boy, Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you so much for joining us on our live shows, on our not live shows, uh, in the comment section. Actually, thank you for those of us, for those of you who join us in the live chat. That was pretty cool to be able to pop up live chats on the screen while we were watching the uh, the presser. So um, please, we'll be doing that again soon at some point, I'm sure. So keep an ear out. If you subscribe to this channel, you'll be able to get those immediately into your notification tab and you'll know when we go live. So you can join us for the fun. So, uh, guys, thank you again. We'll see you next Tuesday. And for now, enjoy wrestling. Tell me, yeah. yeah.